we've got three races that we're going to cover from this weekend. Um, and we can have a look, first of all, at the Tolworth, which is on Sandown on Saturday. And the betting for this, we've got two joint favourites at the moment with authorised speed and Tamuras for Nichols and Gary Moore, respectively. Arte Brazil is 130 with Lastro Boy, bigger than that with the Me and Lion also at 14s. Uh, Blow Your Wad, 25s. Colonel, Colonel Harry, I couldn't say that word, at 25s. And New Contango at 33s. Um, is Arte Brazil a little bit disrespected in that market, do you think, Dak? Um, no, I don't. I think this is a short race. Um, yeah. I think this is bad now. After Brazil, I, you know, just people talking this this thing up for the Supreme. On what basis, I don't know. Mercury, you know, he could be trained by Paul Nichols. He's an absolute hype mule. Um, I know he looked impressive on debut on Galway Day. Well, you know, there was a bit of talk about him before that, but he was beaten in a bumper then. He's beaten he, Arctic Brazil. No, look, he's beaten him five lengths in fairness in the Cork Maiden. Franciscan Rock was toured. Um, he's a mouse Morris horse. He's been toured again in another maiden. So he's mouse will run them and they'll, they'll always try and they'll get whatever mark they do. Um, but I don't think he's any world beater. I don't think there is any world beaters in this form. Like, I, I know we were kind of joking about it. Ta, Tamura's. He beat Sizen Potsy the last day. Um, like Sizen Potsy has been chasing. They actually he's been sold because he wasn't. He, he couldn't really jump. He was always a horse with ability, but he, he just couldn't jump. Um, but he, I don't I don't think he's ever won a hurdle, has he? He won one, and yeah, the, the start this season he did. But right. before he that, won in that, Ireland, like he probably oh. had three or four goals in Ireland and and didn't win one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he went chasing. He just couldn't jump. Um, there's no form from from the Chepstow race either. Uh, he Tamaris did beat Blow Your Wad in a bumper. Who who followed up? Um, and Blow Your Wad's in here, but again, wouldn't be for me. Arthur Roy's speed. What do you say here? Like he fucking certainly travels like a travelly thing, doesn't he? Um, yeah. well, I let Andy talk about. And he travels a bit more. He is two from two. He's a course distance winner. Um, Broadway Bay has followed up from the Lingfield win. But, like, I don't think any of this farm is particularly strong. You know, these, even these horses who followed up. Um, Lastro Last Boy, he actually beat Tamora's in a bumper. Um, and he's won a Foss Last Maiden. Like, have any fucking champions ever won a Foss Last Maiden hurdle? <laughs> I don't think so. I think... I'm not a maiden hurdle anyway. Scarborough wasn't Welsh champion, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, but you're talking about a maiden in in like some some racetracks have good maidens, like you know. Which one about Evan Williams' house? Yeah. They picked Tamaris from Bumper, didn't they? Yeah, Yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, New Main Lion, he won a Hereford maiden. Now, now the fucking. They think what's that thing called? Um, the Archie Watson horse, I bet you. No, not right. the Archie Watson horse. <laughs> not the Archie Watson horse. Remember the horse who was going to win the race when Paul Townend pulled Alboom photo around the fence? Oh, the um, the, 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 the horse as well. The Potts horse, yeah. What's oh, his name? Um, he was actually a lovely horse. He um, won a Hereford maiden. 
Anyone ahead of her? Knowledge? Although I don't know. Oh, what here, hold on. I'll get oh, you. Know what? Yeah, I, I know the one. Trained by, trained by Tizzy Rascal. He was he was fatally injured, wasn't he? Um, Colin Tizzard trained him when. Vision the floor. No, no, it's no, not vision the floor. For fuck's sake. He, but he won a Hereford maiden. Albert, he... Uh, he was was his, uh, Finian's Oscar. Is it? Finian's Oscar. Oscar, yeah. Did he win a Hereford maiden? I, I, I tell you now. Probably. Um, yeah, yeah, pressure's on now, Deck. New me and Lion won a Hereford maiden. He was... <laughs> And then he was. What do you remember the fact that Finian's Oscar won a bleeding Hereford made? Was the track not closed when he would have been gone? No, it was no, no there we go. Novice hurdle. Yeah, Chase Leaders went second, eighth, led to a push lock. <laughs> oh. came clear before last. And the award for the There's Eleven to four, he returned as well. <laughs> <laughs> Random fact of the <laughs> night. <laughs> yeah. uh, Uncle Tango was second in, in the grade two at Cheltenham to Fenner Cross. A John McConnell horse. She is electric, was eight lengths behind Okatango. Now, I know she ran in in the statement race where she was beating a thousand lengths. Like, mm. you're getting John McConnell sent Fenners Cross to Cheltenham twice because fucking be lapped in Ireland. Like, that's the fucking standard of this race you're talking about. And anyway, the one <laughs> I like is, is Colonel Harry. Um, he was an easy course and distance winner. He's still a bit green, even the last day. He was sweating up, and you know, he, he was he was keen the first day. And um, I think the step up in grey could suit him and maybe maybe help him settle a bit. And um, he beat a horse called Transmission in a point to point, and that horse trained by Colin Murphy in the, the old impervious colours. Well, I he is the ragged of the field, but I think he's going to improve here, and I don't think he's an awful lot to beat. Um, and like Andy touched on earlier, why is Arctic Brazil coming over? Is it to avoid good horses, or is it to get the failures out for for something else in there? But uh, yeah, it'd be Cornell Harry for me. Thanks very much. Uh, Steve just said he's going to go. Do you want to give us a name that you better have for this one, Steve, before uh, you run off? Uh, sort of stuff I've written down, decks sort of covered. Really, I was sort of don't really go back to the points like you boys do, but yeah, I did look back to Arctic Brazil's. Uh, the point where he unseated Newcan Tango was sort of in the race and he was second in the great at Cheltenham. Um, but I looked at the other side where he, obviously Mercury was a bit of a talking horse, wasn't he, for Rich Richie last year? And he then got beat by, was it Impulsive impulsive Dancer, who uh, the green colours have since, since bought it, haven't they? Um, and Blizzard of Oz was second in the race there and the what was the third that come out of it? Slade Stills come out and won the race after that. So, for me, the forms obviously it's not all connected directly, but there's a connection along the lines. And normally, like we spent most of last year, if the Irish brought one over on a Saturday, you, nine times out of ten they were going home with the pounds, weren't they? Um, mm. Authorised speed last year, he ran some of the what we thought were top bumpers, but also he's like yeah. top dog. Uh, Rosie Red Rum, they've all sort of disappointed me a little bit this year. Um, I remember the Newbury made uh, the bumper in particular, I thought it was a really, really good race, but I think only the 12th horse, uh, Marmoon Stars, come out and won, which was one third of the And he beat one of Nichols' horse called Time for Free in the John Owls colours at one last week around Wing Cannon. So there's. Has Top Dog uh, been in? He's not been out since 
Cheltenham oh, when he was pulled up, but right. um, Rosie Red Rum and Milton Aaron, she's had a couple of runs where it's not really done the business, but mm. them races at the back end of the last year we thought were quite hot, didn't we? But um, yeah, like I say, they're only flat out racing at the end of the season until they get over a hurry, don't really know. But all for our speedies, enough sort of races have come out and have done anything which I of note for me. So the two races he's won have been egg and spoon races. Um, Gary Gary Moore is in good form, you know. He's having some nice winners, some big prices. And this is a gay one of Desert Orchid. That Jupiter thing that went up in the um, Jet Powers novice. Uh, Newbury, yeah. So the, the stable's in full. They do Kempton Sand and Park Tracks in the south. He's very, very good. So he's probably, he's probably the right sort of price, but I'd, I'd take a chance on uh, Henry's. Checking a chance on Henry's. Um, thanks, Steve. I know you've got to go now, mate. So good luck. Safe journey. Cheers, thanks. See you later. Take care, Andy, can you summarise that race for us then? Uh, yeah, no, Deck did a good job. Um, yeah, I just wonder if Arctic Brazil's coming over for feelers, maybe, mm. I don't know, in the pocket. Could be a bit of comparisons. Um, hey. or, is, um, or is he coming over to avoid Fasal Vega? Um, I... I I don't know. Maybe just maybe they want to run him at Sunday. Maybe they want easier ground. I don't know. Um, I I think he's probably he's probably fairly priced. Like an Irish maiden hurdle is way stronger than an English one. Um, because just there's just not many chances to debut your horse in Ireland. Uh, Mm. so it's just naturally going to be a stronger race. Um, yeah, the form wouldn't overly excite me. Uh, authorized speed, like yeah, he hasn't like. He's done what he's had to do. He beat a subsequent winner at Lingfield, but it was probably the Equine equivalent of beating the safety car or a steamroller or something. Broadway Boy was back in second, um, who managed to win a three-mile handicap of 112 on his next start. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, they probably had a little plot job there going all that way up and trip. But um, the third at Sandown that otherwise speed beat, last time out was rated 103. Um, he beat him silly, giving him five pounds. But like, it's a it's a fair standard. It's not a jaw dropping standard. Um, and then obviously he had the Nichols horse beating a a chaser that was sold out of a, a big owner's possession. Um, and that's favourite. So it's wow. um yeah no it's it's a tough race to kind of get get a grasp on. Colonel Harry did make my shortlist. I thought if he relaxed a bit better, um he could he could run a big race and Declan did mention that you know if a a better race might suit him I think he'd have to like he was very keen and very sweaty but you know I've seen worse 25 to one shots and one I'm coming down on is Neiman Lyon and he Hullenbach is a horse that I rate quite highly I I think he's a very very smart horse and I think Neiman Lyon would have got quite close to him if he didn't hit the second last and he was also given Hullenbach five pounds that day Haydock um and Hullenbach also got the run of the race from the front I thought that was a pretty decent performance he'd have no issues with the ground he was highly rated on the flat <coughs> band. um it's only his third hurdle start he's by Golden Horn as well who's having a, he's had a phenomenal start with limited jumpers um, <coughs> and I, I just think that he's worth taking a chance on at a double figure price each way he was second in a group too, was he? He was I'm placed, I think, in a group group race. I'm not sure if it was group two now, but he was he was placed in a group race, yeah. Yeah. 
So he, Godolphin, he was owned by Godolphin. Um, but the, he's, he's, he switched the hurdles. He's, he looks decent. Um, and look, he, I think with the obviously being by Golden Horn, I think uh, he's done well with, with his jumpers. I think he um, he would have a, a fair chance, I think, of, of getting of hitting the frame at least. It wouldn't be a race I'd be going too mad on that. Thanks very much, Andy. Yeah, it's not really a race to go mad on at all. Uh, select. Uh, I'm glad that you guys have uh, given us some, you know, decent prices there. We've got the dead eight in there, haven't we? So mm. we should get the three places there. Declan, just mention yours again. Um, it was Cornell Hardy for me. Okay, and Andy, you were on the me and lion. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks very much, boys. Uh, we'll move over to the next one, which is the Veterans Chase. It's our favourite race of the year. Declan's favourite, anyway. There we go. It. Ah, oh, here, like it just down for the fucking buggies. Like, there's fuck all farm to the race, really. Now, I have a quick line of farm, but like, really, is there? It's just put this race on, and everyone's gonna back their favorite horse from the last few years. Like, yeah, I they're, they're quite hard to follow. The horses are up and down, they're not carrying mm. a lot of consistent farm, and it's just pulling at everyone's heartstrings. And it is just for the buggies, like, it's a proper fucking. Oh, and they put them on on a Saturday, you know, big punting day, and it's just it, it to me these races kind of do encourage irresponsible irresponsible gambling. There's very little re reading into the farm. It's fuck. Oh, I love that lad. Oh, I fucking love that fella. I remember I backed him six years ago when he won. Like, and then you are backing him again because it's on a Saturday. Like, I I don't I don't fucking like the races now. I know these horses have to go somewhere, but just drop them more. Just drop them more, yeah. But it's even hard to fucking understand what the handicapper is doing to him. He just fucking throwing the numbers up in the air. I think, oh, I don't know. Some of them are going up ten. Some of them are getting beaten a hundred lengths and being dropped one. Some of them are getting beaten ten lengths and being dropped seven. It's hard to know yeah. what being on. But yeah, drop them more and give them a chance to run. Cross Park is 13 years old now. Cross, Cross Park's 13, and for the last three years of him being in them teenage years, he's been rated, he's rated 142, and he went up to 150, and he's now still 142. So in his last three years, he's been that high in the handicap. Shall we know that horses get fucked up into the 140s, get nose blades, and it takes them an age to come down then, and they've no chance of winning yeah. once again to the 140s. It gets very, very difficult for them. Yeah. And you know, you're saying there's 13 year olds still in the 140s, like yeah. He's the one I'm back in well. Don't you huh? He's the one I'm with as well, Cross Park. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, what are you with there's this probably thing? nine year olds in here as well, is there? No, but nope. well, no. Chris has ten year old plus. But I think this is this one not eleven year old plus because it, oh, it they've is. only turned. Yeah, they had to be ten when they were entered, obviously, and then they turned the year. Anyway, look, Saint Xavier, he won um, the Haydock Veterans Chase, the prestigious Haydock Veterans Chase by by four lengths. He's gone up five pound. Was that um, leg six or was that leg seven of the 18? That, that usually <laughs> He's beautiful. You know, know what Chetland's missing? The big <laughs> grand final, isn't it? On the yeah. second Monday. I'd love that. Stick the two fingers up the sand down a few weeks. Yeah. 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 We'll take, we'll take we'll the see. veterans off. Can we stick over the cross-country cross as well? We'll run the Kim Yor as well. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, look, it, it was um, the horse that was second day was up Pelia King. Um, 
he was the horse who was far lent second. He's only gone up one pound. I suppose he's waited to to be closer to him anyway, and he's, he's probably twice the price. So oh, I don't really fucking care. I don't even watch it. <laughs> just just do one of them. Just do one of them, Declan, where you don't even give a crap and it'll win. I don't give a fuck, really. It probably no. will win, yeah. Okay, yeah, King, have your bollocks on him. Hey, Nick Alexander's horse. Nice. <laughs> so, um, Andy likes the 13-year-old. Why is that? Um, he just consistent form figures at Sandown. That's gonna like that's all you're looking for in a veterans choice, isn't it? Really, you're not, you're not yeah. going off logic. Um, unless there's a, a ten year old that's been unbelievably hard to train that's had five chase starts in his life, but, but there's not in any in here. You have to be um, overly exposed to get in. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, you have to be as exposed yeah. as a streaker to even be considered. Yeah. Um, yeah, just a thirty chase starts here for Cross Park, but. The, the thing is, he's just turned 13, but he he only he had a 574-day break before his return last time when he was a unconsidered 50-to-one shot at Haydock. Uh, this race is working out really, really well. Um, I don't think Fontaine Colon has came out yet. Um, or if he has, he, he ran well. He has. He, has, he, has, well. he, he still yeah. ran really well. The big breakaway, I think, was placed in the Welsh National, and Rapper was an impressive winner at Cheltenham last time out on New Year's Day. Yeah. Um yeah. Cross Park jumped like a book and got tired, I think, at the second or third last. But it was an eye-catching run after such a long break for, for a horse that has now just turned 13. And as you said, Chris, he was rated 150. He's coming in here off 142 um, after being dropped two pounds for showing plenty, in my opinion, in what looks a warm race. Um He's good form figures at Sandown, like just getting beaten by a well handicapped Sea at midnight, a very well handicapped doing fine, and step back um all of them over between three and three and a half miles at Sandown. Uh look, you can always have a bounce factor, I suppose, um with with, with horses that have been out of a long time, but there's a chance this horse, even at the age of thirteen off a mark of one forty two, could you know, could do it. Um it it all depends on the bounce factor. I think he, I think the handicappers at least given him a chance. Um, and look, the rest of them again. Yeah, you're probably just you're backing you're backing your favourite horse because you had an anti post bet on him for the Supreme Novices about twelve <laughs> years ago. Yeah, um, Ballyandy. Yeah, Andy. exactly, Ballyandy. Like, and that's another example. That poor bastard got three pounds for finishing placed at Perth a few uh, like at the start of the season that's and unbelievable was placed at Cheltenham and then dropped a pound. And I think he finished about the same distance behind at Cheltenham as well, which was wild. Uh, probably in a better race as well. Um, yeah, look, I don't think it's... Um, it's not a race you can be going too mad on. Um, if you are going mad and that you're not well, you probably should get help. But cross bar for me. <laughs> um, I think yeah. he's a fair each-way chance. The handicapper's given him an opportunity, I think. And, um, yeah, it's about the, it's about the best, best I can give there. Yeah. There was a horse out. Running it a couple of years in a row, I think, for Charlie Longs. And I, I always forget the name of the horse. It was a big, a beautiful grey horse that seemed to always run well in it. Um, it'll probably come to me later, but that's the only memory I've he's got. Gonna have, he's going to have Snow Leopard S in this one. That's another big, beautiful yeah. grey horse, isn't it? Yeah, so. That's true, yeah. Might bring, bring tug, tug at my heartstrings, maybe. But it's not going to make me want to part of any money. Mm. Say it again. That's what it's about, this race. Just put your yeah. money blind on the one that you love. The one as Andy yeah. said, when you're back, Dandy Powell sort of supreme 25. If that's the case, man would go <laughs> on elegant to escape them. That would be the one man goes on. But 
That would be it. Mm. Nothing at all. I mean, let's get on to the... Should we get on to the nitty-gritty stuff then, boys? Because mm. we spoke about this uh, veterans chase, and while it might pull at our arc strings, you know, it's nothing like the standard of this race that we're going to look at next. The Lawlers have naced it. We've been well... We've been spoke about, speak, well, we spoke about this a couple of weeks in a row now because we've had form lines going all over the place and thinking about where horses will go. Um, while yeah. we don't have the betting through, it is looking like a mouth-watering contest. No, there is betting through. There's a bit of betting through. Have you? It's horrendously overrounded. But... I've got it. Yeah, Grange Clare West there, five to four. Gallic Warrior, nine to four. I know the way you're thinking at fives. Uh, Irish Point, this is one I've, I've, I've been quite looking forward to seeing out again. Irish Point there at fives. Mm. Um, Don Rising, another one that we've mentioned. Three-card brag. Um, that's one we've mentioned in the last few weeks. And, and Declan, the horse in here that I know that you have liked for a while in Affordable Fury. Do you want to kick us off by talking about that? Because it is a horse that you like, isn't it? Yeah, Affordable Fury. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's not affordable. It's Affordable Fury, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually know something about the back Affordable Fury in... Um, in, in that race at Navin that day and ended up have, taking an, having an anti-pause bet for the Albert Bartlett. Um, look, I I don't think he was beat that day in Navin. I, I don't think he was done with it at all. I think he was getting a bit idly. Um, and he, he kind of just stepped at it and came down, if I remember correctly. American Mike was at nothing. But as we said between ourselves the other day, the right was on the wall when he was entered to make his hurdling debut over um, six two miles or whatever it was. Six, yeah. Two miles, six. Yeah. Like, the writing's on the wall then, um, unless it's that one that punches down that we've spoken about a few times. <laughs> only two miles, yeah. six, maiden, you should follow. Um, but look, uh, oh yeah, I, I don't think Avedel Fury was done with that day. I, I think he's a nice horse. They probably did go too fast. But I think he was going to stay to the line. And like, no, they definitely went too fast because Don Royzen couldn't go with them. Now, he ended up staying on. Uh, I don't off, think he wanted to go with them, though. To be yeah, honest. maybe he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say, yeah, I'd say the out uh, <laughs> connection, but uh, bollocks. <laughs> I went in a great tree. That's a good point. Uh, look, he stayed on. American Mike was at nothing. Afrodel Fiori came down. Well, I, I wouldn't be finished with Afrodel Fiori yet. Now, he's not my selection here. I'm not. Sure, he'll run. I might do. I'd say he run. Why not? Yeah, need, you need do. four runs for for spring handicaps in the UK now. So all right, get it, get it into him. Get it into him. Yeah. Wink, wink, wink. Um. Yeah, look, I I was very very impressed with um Grange Clare West that that same day at Navan. I thought it was really really good. As you say, it was firm footings that chased him home, but he was well beat by him, and you know. He finished in the, the, the place he wanted to be finishing at Leopardstown then. Uh, I think that's really solid form. The fact that he did chase home a lot of joy and deep cave that day tells you Grange Clare West's performance was probably very, very good that day. Oh, yeah. Like the look from before Jordan and after the race. Mm. And like, get racing because you see these things when you're actually there. You see it a little bit different. You see how they are before. But I, I like seeing good looking horse after a race like you know I, I think it can it can really tell you a lot he good bumper form too um yeah. beat Salvador Ziggy is it yeah um Gaelic Warrior if, if he runs here could end up in Punchestown um 
I know I, it might be one of their, I might be ringing in a fucking traffic check for the AA road watch he'll end up on the M7 he's not there jumping so right Gaelic Warrior might end up in Lawlers <laughs> jumping out of the track Oh, speaking uh, of that, you've not mentioned how nice Lawless of Nurses Oh, look, they've done it up, you know. They've done it up. Um, I know the way you're thinking. He quickened really well, I, I thought, to beat Imagine, who had the run of the race and and got fourth run. I thought that was quite an impressive, quite an impressive run. Uh, a good win at Garen. He also beat a lot of joy on debut. So mm. maybe a lot of joy is the new Takarango. Oh, that's I, I actually, I think she's just bumped into two very good horses. Yeah, so do I. So do I. Mm. Um, I, I. I thought that was a really good performance at at Garen. That you know, because imagine got run of the race, got fourth run, and he picked them up and he and he put them to bed. I thought it was a really really good performance. Champ Coyley was impressive through the summer. He's fought in the Royal Bond. Um, three card brag. He was second in the race, and he's not sure to run here. Do you think he'll run on the? Um, I would have thought that Nathaniel Lacey and solicitors at the Dublin Racing yeah. Festival two mile six race would suit him more. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he ran, but like he wants know. further, doesn't he? Yeah, he'll go three miles. No, but he yeah. needs it yeah. now. But like, there, like, there's no. You may as well wait till the spring. Get the experience into him. Like he's doing yeah, spring. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Get league out much more improvement then when mm -hmm. he steps up. Um, look, I at this stage of the prizes, although I do really, really like Grange Clare West, and I thought it was very, very impressive. I do think Irish Point could be a really, really good horse. Like he was, he was only beaten ahead in the Royal Bond by Marine National, probably in front too soon. Um, his French farm we discussed on here before was really, really strong, and I think he'll stay. I think Irish Point probably a little bit of an under underrated horse coming in here. Um, mm. he's not carrying the hype of Grange Clare West, but he's a horse I really, really like. And he was, he, I think he's going to improve again. He's probably not the most straightforward, um, but I think when the penny drops, there'll be a lot of improvement from him. Mm, thanks very much. Yeah, boss, I'm really looking forward to seeing again. Irish point, um, Andy, anything you want to add to this? I know you were thinking you're a big mm. Gavin Cromwell fan. I am, but I, I fully agree with Deck here. I, I think Irish Point sets the standard. Um, I'm very kind of surprised to see that he's five to one. Is he, is he going to run like that? I, I think five mm. to one. I can't see if he's declared. I can't see him being five to one. I just don't think he's carrying the the, the sauce talk of some of the other. Yeah, horses. because well, I, I suppose mine is West is the sexy horse, isn't it? Because of the way it won, won by nineteen lengths. You know, but you've got yeah, Irish Point and Marine National going head to head, and that was for me the stronger form. Well, look, Irish Point was second in a grade one, beating ahead on his second start, well, second or third start under rules. Was it? Um, I, I can't I have to, yeah, I think it was his second Irish start anyway. Yeah. And he's beaten by Marine National, who was like, what, 11 to 2 for the Supreme? Six yeah. to one he's only ahead. He's only picked up like, he's on only picked up very late on. Like, that's yeah. really strong form. Um, and it, it's kind of hard to like you should be favorite, like we probably should be all lumping on this thing. Every like that's real value. If you look, if, if anyone that's backing Marine National for the Supreme or even half fancies Marine National for the Supreme, it, it's kind of hard to argue that how could you not back Irish Point here? Uh, like that, you're, you're taking a fast horse 
like a, clearly that a fast horse, you're second in a Royal Bond that's going up and trip, highly likely to stay because you know he's bred for it. Like, what, what's going to beat him? That, like, okay, so you have you know the way you're th- all right. Um, I know the way you're thinking is the other horse, he's a speed horse as well. Uh, coming from mm. you know, beating Imagine, as Deck said, Imagine got first run, he picked him up at Gowan and testing ground. Like, they're he's likely going to stay. He's a half brother, too. I know, or he's a I think he's a full brother, actually, too. I know the way you're thinking. Horse, I love, love him. <laughs> so, that, that's probably where the, the love affair comes from. And I actually have backed, I know the way you're thinking for the Ballymore. Um, I had in the pocket back for the Ballymore as well, but I, I think he goes to the Supreme. Uh, he just looks like a very quick horse. Yeah. Um, you kind of touched on it as well, Chris. Gavin Cromwell can go quiet at this time of year. And it was around this time of year where Vanillier borderline disgraced himself at the Dublin Racing Festival and then was backed from 30 trees into 12 sort of Bartlett and won it well. So yeah. whatever I know the way you're thinking does here, I would just bear that in the back of your head. And that's that's kind of the reason I'm a little bit lukewarm on him here. I'm not sure that, you know, I don't think he's going to be fully tuned up or, you know, the screw will be fully turned to, to win this race. Now, I wouldn't be surprised if it was. Like, he's he's clearly a very talented horse. But I think Irish Point is probably the horse to be with in the in this context. Uh, Grange Clare West, yeah, easy winner on uh, Hurdling debut. Went unfancied. It's, it's like he was, I think he opened up odds on the night before. He returned two to one. Um, You know, so he wasn't really fancied. Uh, Deck kind of glossed over the form. Uh, obviously, the the second ran a good third at Leopardstown. Um, we've already said we're we're worried about Gaelic Warrior safety. He might end up under an eighteen wheeler if he's not careful on the end seven. He'll be um, head head button the nice ball. <laughs> he would. Yeah, he'd be trying to jump over that. He'd jump it right as well. He'd end up in Rocco Sullivan's yard if he's not careful. Isn't he? <laughs> if he goes far enough right. Um, look, Champ Coyley as well. Um, I think this trip will really suit him, but. I don't see how he reverses the form at Irish Point, even over the longer trip. Uh, Don Rising, he, he kind of fell into that race. We kind of touched on that. Um, and then three card Bragg, who I would, who definitely has place claims, but I would get the feeling that he's held by some horses over this trip. And I think his first target would probably be the Dublin Racing Festival in a couple of weeks' time. So with that said, I think Irish Point is definitely the here and now horse. Um, although I wouldn't be discouraged if I know the way you're thinking ran a little bit below form and then suddenly sprung back to form in the springtime because Cromwell's done that often. Um, mm. But for me, I'm quite confident in Irish point here. I don't like Mullins's horses. I don't like Grange Clare West at the price and I just don't like Gaelic Warrior going this way. So um, going this way around. So yeah, it'd be Irish point for me. I think Gaelic Warrior is about more, a value of more horse anyway. He would want um, to, uh, if he wants to end up on Cleve Hill, he is, yeah. He's not yeah. a Cheltenham horse. Like, you saw what he did off what? He couldn't win a, a Fred Winter off 129, even though he nearly made Brazil. Like, he nearly cost Brazil the race at the second hurdle, and Brazil still beat him, giving him lumps away. And yeah. as I said, jumped violently to his right. Like, you'd need your, you just need your head checked to back him going left-handed at this moment in time until he proves it he could jump he could go well at, at nice tomorrow but what he did at cheltenham i'm still not going to back him for or he could go well at nice on sunday i'm not going to back him for cheltenham after what he did on the old course 
because he yeah. struck me as a as a horse that seriously seriously struggled with that track and going left-handed mental mental so we're both in the irish point uh camp there boys yeah yeah, yeah. superb for sunday anyway for sunday yeah good weekend uh not exactly scintillating, but that's scintillating. Hopefully, we get all the horses. Here, like, look, look at the form we've talked through in that race, and in the in the Talworth, we were like, "Can you name a Foss last winner?" Yeah, <laughs> but you could name a Hereford winner. I yeah, I couldn't name him, but I knew he won it. You knew there was one there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much, boys. Right, weekend best bets to round us off. Uh, have we got on? Uh, you guys have spoke for a little bit. I'll just give you one, uh, an interesting one that I'm, I'm glad to see has had a little bit of a break in his back in the 335 at Sandown, the last race on the card on Saturday. And that's Venetia Williams uh, and Charlie Deutsch is going to take the ride on. Jello um, was well turned over after a, a scintillating debut over here. Um, at Haydock last time was well, turn, well turned over. Um, just didn't look like something was a bit. I think it was a bit too, too quick after the last race. I think, and now he's been given a bit of a breather. Uh, he's going to get in and off a nice racing weight there. I think they can recoup the losses there from that uh, head up run, and they can go close with Jello in that last race. Uh, if things around about the seven to two mark. It's the best price you can get now that I can see uh, for Venetia. Uh, be the only one for this weekend because there's no Overhampton on. Um, wait till Monday for that. Declan, you have you got any else? Yeah, Cork Saturday the 322, Hal Safari. Um, I think he's really, really consistent for you gone for that. I wasn't I wasn't gonna back it, but I was looking through the form today and it's going, Jesus Christ, that thing runs every fucking week. <laughs> I was about to actually say it's gonna get into the little yang territory or communicate territory. I was like, Hal Safari <laughs> might be getting there, and here you come blatant tipping. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I've been keeping an eye on my. I was at it was he ran up Punchestown one of the days Keandana ran and uh, look mm. he, he's trying to make a ball now and I don't think he I don't think he's been out of places. No, he's very consistent. Oh, very very consistent, you know. Mm. Uh, he's he back down to one fifteen. He was toured on his last two runs, um, Leopardstown at Christmas. Uh, yeah, I think you raised that. Mm. You tried to tip in there, building the one up for. Um, is that, was it that race? No, it was the two miler on Stevens's day, right? Um, it's oh, a better yeah, race, yeah. final orders, final orders one. Now, he was yeah. well beat, like, but um, very consistent horse towards his last two runs, Leopardstown, Ferries. I think going back to Punchestown, and that might be in the day Keon Lana ran. Um, mm. and he was only beating a head, a short head, he was beating, um. The, they'll probably tell you it was a nose, but there's no such thing as a nose in Ireland. He's beating a short head. Uh, and that was off this mark. So, look, I, I think he'll run his race. Uh, he's in consistent form, and um, you know you'll get a run for your money. Uh, he's going to get his head in front soon. Yeah. Trivia question for you, Dick. Go on. Who's Hal Safari's ma? Is it... Same colours. It's Salarina. Yeah, yeah, Salarina. Yeah. I know you were talking about. I saw you talking about a few dams of Shadowella and a, and a few others on Twitter. But yeah, Salarina, the dam of Hells of Salarina, yeah, yeah, yeah. With that, that what was that good. other horse that Bo had that was quite a decent? Well, not decent, just average. Also, Salarina. Limestone yeah. lad, you talking about? No. That was a different ball, wasn't it? 
Yeah. yeah. Was Jamie it, Summers. Was Jamie Summers. It's the same colors that launched on that. Yeah. Was it? Was it? Um... It's Jamie Summers, the one I'm on about. Sorry. Mm. Mm. Just had a quick look there. Uh, thanks, Deck. Is that the only one? Just the one, Chris. Just the one. Al Safari. Nice one. Keen Quirk gets on, on board there, claiming £7. So get that one in your notebooks. Uh, Andy, anything from you? Um, yeah, you I'm going to... have a in the same race, have you? No, I was... You know, he actually made my shortlist, Chris. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, Fenton has, has... He's standoff in that as well. And he's he's one of my favourites now. Standoff was in a veteran's chase now. It'd be straight down the bookies. But the <laughs> <laughs> guy back, I followed him in his novice chase career. He, he owes me nothing. I'm going to go have a score each way and I'm here, even though he's, mm. you know, form of a postcode and a veteran's chase. But, um, no, I... I did. I looked at both the Fenton's horses, and I thought Deck would have a second look at Carl's Cottage because he's back to it's back to Cork. It. Best forms of Cork, man. I know. He was beaten, yeah, he's beaten by it. Yeah, he was. Well, he, they punted the ears off McCork this time last year. He finished second, beaten by a, a pretty well handicapped horse. Um, but then again, it's um, well, sure we'll see. Um, no, I've only gone for one, and look, he's a 50-50 runner because he's more than one entry, Chris. Um. Yeah. It's the two mile handicap chase on Sunday at Nace, the 150. And Deck and I were talking about this race this morning because they got a mark for Colin Mustard at 136, um, which is probably kind of fair. Like, he's definitely not as good a chaser as he is a hurdler, but the horse just under him there on 132, Indiana Jones for Mouse Morris. I've. How so far is in this? He is hell so far. He is in this, but he's, he, he's declared. For, he's declared for Cork. He might run in both races. So we never know. You wouldn't know him. Um, he is declared for Cork, so Deck should be safe there. Um, look, I think Indiana Jones is a really nice horse. He's had his jumping issues, but I think a lot of his jumping issues were just tired falls. And if you go back to his novice hurdle days, like he was a good horse over two miles, and then they just decided he was a stare. And Mouse Morris has done this before. Like he did it with Gentleman's Game. Like he won a the Gentleman's Game won a Cork Maiden by half the track. And then his next start, he was in the in the two mile six grade one, and he he never saw two yeah. miles ever again. Um, look, I think they might be starting to go experimenting here with Indiana Jones. But if you look back through his novice hurdle, he's carrying twelve stone. Then he's carrying twelve stone. Yeah, he was a really nice novice hurdler over two miles. And he then, was. Did he make his then, debut in a grade two at Navan or something? I don't know. He ran in a grade two and I don't know if he made his debut on it, but um I'll tell you now. No, he won it, he won no. a maiden, he won a maiden and then went straight into a grade two at Navin behind Call Me Lorene, and then he was eight and a half lengths behind Grand Raw. But if you look at some of his chase form, like Mr. Incredible before he became unwell, that was a good run. Um because he like that was if there was ever a race to say this horse mightn't be a stayer, it was that race because Mr. Incredible but like almost had pulled himself up and Indiana Jones was like pleading for the line and didn't get it um yeah. then you know he ran close behind bustleton then the jumping issue started up in class you know behind like likes of capadano uh, and then they and then make mouse morris just went full on right this lad's a stare fell over three miles fell up fell in a decent chase behind blue sorry um look he, he just wasn't i just even if you look through his most recent form weakened from last weakened from last um, he's back over two miles. I think they make good use of him. He's down in class. Uh, the only worry is he does have an entry in the previous race, the 12, or sorry, the, excuse me, 
120 novice chase where appreciate it is very likely going to be long odds on if he shows up so i don't understand why they'd run in that i think he's a good chance here back to two miles in what looks his easiest opportunity for quite a long time and even if colonel mustard runs 12 stone four i I just don't think he's as good as chaser and so if indiana jones rocks up here in my opinion what is likely going to be off top weight because i would be surprised if colonel mustard is declared um, I think he'd take a fair bit of stopping because there's nothing in here, especially Hal Safari if he's coming back, coming here less than 24 hours after, hopefully winning a Cork. I um, still run into a place. <laughs> he's still running into a place. Um, I, look, I don't think that's a very strong two-mile uh, chase in any means, and I think Indiana Jones has a really, really good chance back in trip if they make use of him. Mm, thanks very much. Just the one from Andy as well. Um, yeah. Right. That's one from all of us this weekend. Uh, great podcast, lads. Thanks for talking to us about Christmas. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, thanks to everybody who's joined in You know, tonight. Um, hit that subscribe button if you can down below. We really appreciate it. We're on that road trying to get to that 1,000 subscriber mark. We'll get there eventually. Uh, we'll just take our time. We'll get there. Um, well, thanks very much. Thanks, Deck. Cheers, guys. Cheers, boys. Thanks very much, Andy. And we will see you all again very soon. Good luck. Take it easy.